Hello and welcome to the Divine Radiance Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Maria, solar feminine priestess and personal coach at the Temple of Divine Radiance. I believe that every woman's body is designed to manifest the glory of God and that we activate this power by coming into deep union with God the Source and with the feminine and masculine aspects of ourselves. Together we'll explore how this inner union can restore and renew the areas of our outer lives that are often challenging, such as men, money, mission, marketing, and our creative muse. And now, today's episode. everybody and welcome to the latest episode of the Divine Radiance podcast. Today we are tackling a really powerful topic that I've been hearing a lot about from women and seeing a lot about online. The problem of feminine pain. What do you do with pain? Is it possible to even transmute pain to release it, to be free of it in a productive way where you turn that pain into power? Is that even possible? Or are we forever uh, doomed to be healing, ongoing process, right? Their participial verb, uh, rather than healed, past tense, done and over with. Is it even possible? I want to talk about that today because I think this is one of the most foundational topics for women who are wanting to step into a new level of power, come into their kingdom power, operate as the cosmic queen, the holy lover, be the temple of divine radiance, and call in the man, money, mission uh, that she desires, and to really anchor that into her life. So here goes. So the pain body, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, Most of us as women, if not all of us, have experienced a significant amount of of trauma in our lives and I'll talk about some of what I've experienced as we go through this so that you know that I, I really I really do know about this topic myself experientially sometimes I've had people say to me oh well you must have never experienced these bad things because you've reached such a level of freedom but that's not the case at all but uh, before we get there let's just say that um, you know we, we've all experienced incredibly difficult things. Perhaps you experienced, you've experienced abuse of one form or another, or maybe you'd say, well, I haven't experienced that, but someone's disappeared out of my life or ghosted me. Um, you know, I've had struggles at work because I was passed up for promotions. You know, a man got the promotion and I didn't, uh, when I deserved it. Or, um, you know, maybe you've had difficulty having friendships with women, Um, Or maybe you've had a series of relationships with men who were just kind of like they were just there because it was easy, but you could sense that there was no real commitment to you personally. Whatever it is, uh, whether it's something that, you know, maybe causes you a mild amount of pain all the way to severe, debilitating, ongoing emotional agony for years, we've all experienced one form or another of feminine pain. And an interesting point I want to mention at this moment is that you may have experienced pain or maybe re-experiencing pain that actually isn't from this lifetime. I do believe that 100%. You can be experiencing pain from other lifetimes and uh, perhaps multiple lifetimes where you've had the same types of experiences. For example, I know about a number of past lifetimes I've had where I was a healer and I was ostracized by my community. So in this lifetime, when I 
went through the loss of a version of my business and a lot of clients leaving because they did not like a spiritual viewpoint that I shared, um, it brought up that trauma. And even though that experience was traumatic in its own right, and I had to work through that, it was actually calling up a deeper layer of trauma from previous lifetimes where I've experienced that same pain. So please keep in mind that if you feel like you have an experience or multiple experiences or a pattern in your life that you cannot seem to overcome, that that pain always rises up to sabotage your best efforts to move forward. And you might even be thinking, I don't even understand why this is happening because this event in my life wasn't even really quote unquote that bad. Well, number one, the body may have processed it differently than your mind has. But number two, you might be experiencing something from a previous lifetime again. A pattern that uh, is going on and on and on and on and on. Uh, And that's it's coming up to be healed. And I also want to say that, you know, pain is a gift. It's not a fun one. And it's not one that we necessarily actively seek out. It's not one we would wish on anyone else. But we have the choice when it rises up to ask what is being <clears throat> excuse me excuse me um what is being called to heal in me through this experience what is being called to be released and let go so that i can move forward and um you know i think that's one of the most important things to recognize about pain is that emotional pain whether it's cluttering up the physical body and like actually causing physical symptoms, and I'll tell you about an experience I have with that here in a moment, uh, or whether it's cluttering up your energetic body, whether it's dimming your radiance and your radiant body, whatever space it's occupying in your field, your aura, your energy, and your, your cells, your DNA, is space that cannot be filled with divine energy and with the kingdom of heaven. And by that I mean love, the pure energy of wealth and money, the energy of creativity, the energy of satisfaction and fulfillment, of the sense of being cherished, all these things that are really divine experiences, there's not room for them in the body when the body is full of pain. In any place that's being, where where pain is being stored or held is a place where we are not able to receive what we may desire. And oftentimes that's why it hasn't come. If you've been dealing with unfulfillment, with desires that just do not show up, it's usually because there is a belief and a, and a pain or, or a belief rooted in a pain that is holding space in your body. And that is the space that this desire you have would occupy but it can't. And so it is necessary to clear out pain. I believe it is possible to release. It is possible to let it go. And when we do that, we create the space and the opportunity, the softness and the openness for a different experience to come into our lives. I'll give you an example from my own life. Um, Some of you may have had an experience with a twin flame, an individual who comes into your life, causes a massive heart chakra activation and teaches you a lot about love perhaps maybe opens you up to love where you weren't before but then oftentimes this individual disappears out of your life and they are not available to be 
in love or activated by you the way you were by them. Now, there's a lot of debate about this in the online community. Um, I know a lot of women spend a lot of time waiting around for their twin flame. I personally do not advise that from my own experience. Um, the twin flame and the beloved are two very different people. And the twin flame is an activator, but the beloved is the individual who uh, can actually partner with you to create something in the world. But anyway, that's another topic for another day. Suffice to say, I had a twin flame experience. It was one of the first experiences on my healing journey. Um, actually, my healing journey was kickstarted by my first husband abruptly leaving me with no warning. And then a few months after that, the opening of my heart, which was necessary for the next steps on my journey, happened because I had a massive heart chakra activation through a friend of mine who was um, very close to me, you know, during my divorce process. And, and he was uh, really there for me. And uh, I experienced this massive activation and I fell like head over heels in love with him. And it wasn't just about, it wasn't necessarily a rebound thing. It wasn't because like I'd been left by one man. And so, you know, now I'm floating to another. It was like a cosmic defibrillator was... Uh, shocking me to life. And I do believe that was the purpose of that connection, was to literally shock me into my ascension journey. Now, the problem is, because I fell in love with this individual and didn't, didn't know what was happening, didn't understand this connection, had no way to process the experience, and then, of course, he abruptly disappeared out of my life as well, which often happens with these twin flames once their purpose has been served. Um... I was left with a profound sense of despair and abandonment that was worse than the divorce I had just gone through. Even though I had never had anywhere near the depth of relationship with this person as I had with my ex-husband, because he had activated my heart in a way that my ex-husband never had, uh, you know, the, the loss was a hundred times worse. And for the next year, I am not kidding, 365 days or slightly more, I had terrible gastrointestinal issues. I could not eat properly. And no matter what I did, no matter what diet I went on, no matter what I eliminated from my diet, no matter, no matter what I put in, no matter how much aloe or collagen or apple cider vinegar or, you know, one of dozens and dozens of other treatments I tried, you know, movement, exercise, all of this, um, holistic therapies, none of it helped. And I had come to this place where I literally had to drink ACV water before every meal, severely restrict the types of foods I was able to eat, and pray that I didn't end up with massive bloating after every meal. It was miserable. Um, and, I, you know, there was no end to it. So here I am in pain, right? I am in deep emotional pain, but I didn't make the connection. I did not make the connection that my bodily experience, I mean, because let's face it, I had been through a lot of trauma that year with the divorce and with this intense connection that then, you know, ends in nothing. And a lot of other change that had happened, huge financial reversals in my life and a bunch of other stuff. It was, it was the year of trauma. Like it is a year I hope I never live again for the rest of my life. And, you know, so I just thought, well, it must be all that. But really, it was this relationship. And a year later, I had moved to North Carolina <clears throat> to stay with some friends. I was trying to get my life back on track. I, you know, I thought I might stay in North Carolina, although I did ultimately did not. And I had joined a Tai Chi center where they also taught yoga. And I was in a yoga class there one day. 
And to be honest with you, I do not remember which pose it was that we did. But we did a particular pose and I suddenly had this massive insight that my, out of nowhere, I mean, it was, it seemed like a flash out of the blue that my gastrointestinal issues were all related to this man that I had lost out of my life, that I had loved him. I actually had to face, I was so blocked up and afraid to acknowledge love at that point in my life that for an entire year, I had not been able to admit to myself that I had loved him deeply. And I was able to acknowledge this in that moment and also to see that my body was literally clenched up inside. It was blocked. I wasn't able to properly digest food because it was in such a tight, clenched up space, unable and unwilling to receive love because of this pain. This pain was actually sitting in my digestive area and causing this problem. And of course, I realized today too, it was also affecting my womb space. And in that moment of being able to recognize that I had loved him and I had not been loved in return, which at that point in my life was a very consistent narrative. It no longer is, but it was then. I suddenly felt this release in my gut. And I kid you not, I, was, I went home after that yoga. It was, a he- it was a hard practice. I was hungry. I ate a meal, a normal meal, didn't have my ACV. It went down completely fine. Got up the next morning, ate breakfast, completely fine. And from that day until this one, I've never had another gastrointestinal issue quite like that. I tell you this to point out that pain was blocking me. And it was not only blocking my physical body from working properly, but it was literally blocking me from receiving love. I was not able to be in another relationship. I was not available for one. I was not able to get the insight I needed that would lead me to move abroad eventually, which is where I did meet my beloved here in Dubai. All of that happened after I cleared this block out of my gut. So you tell me, right? That pain, what was that pain doing in my body? It was blocking up that space in my body where I was not able to receive what I was desiring. And so the question becomes, how do we do that? Like, like I remember in that moment thinking, this is magical. I don't, I don't even understand how, um, how this happened. And can I do this for the other kinds of pain I'm experiencing? Can I release them? Because I felt so free after letting go of that pain, acknowledging my love, releasing and surrendering the pain, my body healing itself. I felt so free. And even though I still had a long way to go before I was ready to be in a beloved relationship, um, I was freer and more open to move along that path. So I began to ask myself, how do I release pain from other parts of my life so that I can receive? And it's interesting that, you know, that I was even asking this question because I started to notice that not everyone, particularly women in the divine feminine community, not all of them agreed with me on this idea of releasing pain. If you have been around women's circles or women's healing at any point in time, you know that there's a lot of talk about pain and a lot of talk about healing. And oftentimes, let's be honest, a lot of people who are constantly in the process of healing and never feeling healed. I do not believe that is normal. I do not believe that is organic reality. It is not reality as I have experienced it. 
um, I have experienced full and complete healing in many areas of my life that has allowed me to step into a next level embodiment of three-dimensional reality, like receive what I actually desired into my life. For example, being releasing that pain and being able to go on that journey where I was able to receive my beloved and he is now literally with me every day, all, <laughs> almost all the time. Um, I, you know, I do not believe that it's not possible to receive that healing. I, I feel no pain or anger toward my ex-husband. Whenever I think of him, I wish him well. I pray that he's happy. Not because I've forgotten what he did to me, but because my life is so blessed that, you know, I would no longer wish ill on him. And I've released that. I don't need him to be in pain in order for me to feel better because it doesn't work that way anyway. Um, when I think of this gentleman who was my twin flame, I wish him well. I pray that he's happy. I pray that he's experiencing abundant blessing in his life and that he's open to love also. So it is possible to move past these things without bypassing them. And that's the thing I see in a lot of discussion in the Divine Feminine community is that if you are walking in an embodied wholeness, and by this I don't mean just saying that you're healed, because for goodness sakes, any of us can say that we're healed. Show me the proof in your life. If you are walking out an identity and a lifestyle that obviously shows that you have overcome uh, pain and suffering that were holding you back before, if you are holding a greater container in your of, of wealth and money, if you are walking in a truly beloved relationship, if you are churning out the books and the programs and the art and the whatever it else it is that you want to create in life, and it's actually manifesting into reality, you know, and, and you're doing so uh, in, in areas where before you would not have been able to because of pain, then bravo, that's amazing. But it is possible to get there. And I know a lot of women have said to me, well, that's spiritual bypassing. Obviously, you haven't healed your pain. You've just shoved it down. And when you shove down pain, you get what I got with my gut, right? I shoved my pain down. I shoved my unrequited love down in my gut. And I would not even um, acknowledge it to myself. And the fruits of that choice were the physical ailments that I suffered and the emotional isolation. When I released those, surrendered them, let go of them, I was able to be healed to create that void or that empty space within where I could be healed and then bring something new into that space. And that's what I wanted to share with you today, really. The key point of this podcast is that it is possible to release pain. And we're going to talk about mechanisms for doing that here in a minute. I do not believe that you have to hang on to your pain in order to turn pain into power. I had a woman uh, who, you know, I was chatting with a bit online recently and she made the comment to me, well, obviously, since you no longer are in pain toward men, you've just given up the struggle and you've given up your pain and you've succumbed. <clears throat> As if a happy relationship with a man is succumbing. <laughs> But pain is pain is a liar, right? It's sneaky that way. Um, and and this particular individual was, you know, seemed to be for based on her comments, very deep in her pain body. 
And she said to me, you know, you, you can't possibly be experiencing a life beyond pain because if you were, you would have lost the war for women's equality, right? Releasing your pain is giving up and you won't get what you want if you release your pain because we have to have this pain in order to fight. And it is true. If you want to take that approach to getting your fulfillment, good luck with that, by the way. It's a really exhausting way to live. But if you want to take that approach, then yes, you do need your pain to fuel your anger, to fuel your fear, to fuel your rage and your fury to fight the fight. And there are a lot of women who are doing that. That is a path. It is very common uh, in uh, divine feminine circles. And it's um, very common in the wider women's empowerment movement, <clears throat> feminism, uh, where the idea that you need to channel your rage and pain into action. And by action, it usually means resistance of some variety of the reality that you don't want to be a part of or the traumatizing reality or experience that is a method but the question I have is what is it getting you if you hang on to your pain and you fight and you struggle is it going to get you victory is it going to get you relief and make the world a better place and my experience from going that route various times in my life and coaching a lot of women who've been going down that road for years and they are exhausted is no it's not worth it it doesn't work in the long run and it's because you cannot hang on to your pain and also reach out for your blessings you cannot be busy boxing with your fists and have open palms to receive what you desire it doesn't work that way and when you are in fight mode or avoidance mode or like I was right when I had all that gastro pain avoiding the real issue avoiding the truth when you do that you are actually not in your feminine you are in you're actually you're, you're not in your higher feminine you're in your wounded feminine and possibly in your lower masculine since you have both essences in your consciousness and that level of consciousness cannot receive it's impossible or what you receive will be very tiny little trickle compared to what you are meant to receive. So that's an approach. You can take it. A lot of women do. And the concern I have and why I do not recommend a lot of traditional women's empowerment uh, teachings and practices, why I reject the women's empowerment narrative is because it is a fight-oriented narrative it is based most of the time in hanging on to pain and using pain to fuel action and resistance and struggle which is supposed to bring power and my experience has been that that does not work <clears throat> that is a tactic that is rooted in what is called the lunar matrix which is a, a consciousness or a frequency of you know energetic reality that is based in struggle. It is a descending timeline. And by the way, most women's empowerment teaching is based on this lunar matrix. It is a descending timeline. It will tell you that you need to go deep into your shadow, that you need to go deep into your pain in order to process it and heal it and maybe, you know, use it for empowerment. But what that lie does, and by the way, most people who propagate it are not intending to lie, but the original source of this teaching is from the father of lies, from the powers not meant to be. 
the you know the 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 ultimate end of this the effect is that you just stay in your pain you are constantly going deep into the pain constantly going into the shadow constantly transmuting shadow constantly going deeper and deeper and deeper into the pain to try to heal the pain and what do you end up completely mired in the pain been there done it um not going back and that's part of what the lunar matrix which is any kind of practice teaching consciousness embodiment that is based on the lunar cycle that is based on astrology is based on traditional uh shamanic teachings for example you know not all of that not all of uh shamanic teachings for example not all of them are necessarily based in that consciousness but many of them are and these are healing modalities you know i've talked to so many women for example who've gone down the road with these healing modalities and like you know, they're more sick, they're more traumatized, and they're worse off after a few years of doing this work than they were before. And it's because it's all in this consciousness. This is a dominant consciousness or matrix that humanity has agreed to be part of, but you can opt out. And that's what I wanted to say is you don't have to be on this descending timeline where you're constantly having to go into your pain again and again and again and be re-traumatized and potentially keep attracting the same painful experiences. It is possible to deal with this another way, and that is through surrender. And the funny thing is that the wounded self truly believes that surrender is dangerous because when we lay down the fight, when we lay down our defenses we become vulnerable. And if we do that, well, then the patriarchy is going to gain the upper hand. So I've been told. Or, you know, well, who would I be without this pain if I didn't use this to fight? This is where my power comes from. My rage is my power. No, your rage is actually your chains. It's time to surrender it. And that's what happened to me in that moment in the yoga room, going back to my story. And I could tell you dozens of other stories about other types of trauma that I've processed and healed um, where there's been a distinctive moment of shift. But I just picked this one because it's so simple and concrete. When I was standing in that yoga room or squatting or whatever pose I was doing, I don't remember, I had a moment where I was able to say, yes, I loved him. I loved him with every fiber of my being, and he didn't love me back. My ex-husband didn't love me. This man who came into my life and caused this massive heart activation, again, not intentionally on his part, but nonetheless it happened. He didn't love me back, and I'm in pain because of that. And I'm ready to surrender that pain. And I was able to do that, do that. But it wasn't just the pose. And this is the key. And this is why I don't believe that somatic modalities alone without consciousness work to accompany them are ultimately effective. It was not simply going to yoga that made the difference that day. It was the consciousness shift that happened. I moved out of a timeline of suffering and onto a new timeline of consciousness where it was possible to live beyond the suffering. I, to, to transmute to learn what it is that the suffering was there to teach, to recognize the lesson, to, to, to admit the truth, to surrender it, and then to say, I'm ready to, to live in a new consciousness where this is not a part of my life. Now, memory will always be there, but there is no pain around it. And I am ready to live in a new timeline where all the space that this pain was taking up, all the consciousness, all the time, all the attention taken up by this unrequited love can now be filled with something else. 
it took me a few more years after this to really understand what I had done in that moment. And since then, I've, you know, come across and started to practice in my own life many more healing modalities that actually bring me to a moment of surrender. Today, when I surrender my pain, I surrender it to God, the divine masculine. I know that that can be difficult to hear because, again, um, there's been so much trauma and traumatizing around the, the notion of God. Um, but as a feminine, uh, I surrender my pain to the high king. Um, and, and, and in that surrender, in that release, which also I accompany with somatic body practice to do that, something I teach my clients to do as well, that somatic work, that body work combined with the consciousness work enables me to shift out of the timeline where that trauma is an experience that I know and where it's affecting my life and where it is reality. I'm able to move out of that reality and into a different one where there are new and expanded possibilities and where that space in my body, in my mind, in my energy is available for other things, for other experiences, for love, for greater wealth and prosperity, for greater meaning and purpose in my business, for greater friendships, for greater creativity, for greater building of my legacy. This is really about a consciousness shift. It's about a reality shift. But as long as you are hanging on to the beliefs and the emotions and the resistance to that timeline or that reality matrix, if you will, where the event occurred, you will always be in it. You will be mired in your shit, if you pardon my French. There has to be a moment where you are willing to set it down. In, you're physically willing to let it go. You are, you know, in your consciousness, you are willing to let it go. And you are willing to hand it over to a higher power and say, I am ready to open. I'm going to be vulnerable even though it's scary. I am going to open up that space in my body rather than hanging on to the pain, which is not doing me any good. I am going to open up that space and say, I'm ready now to live past this pain, to bless it and thank it for what it has taught me. Because I learned, in my case, I learned tremendously valuable lessons from having gone through that experience. Again, I wouldn't wish it on anyone, wouldn't wish it on myself over again. But now that it's happened, it has become one of the richest experiences in my life that helped to guide me toward wanting to help other women release pain. And also, you know, do it in myself again and again and again at higher and higher levels of precision and skill. I am convinced that the ability to acknowledge and put words to both the emotion and the experience of trauma and have a practical body and consciousness related method for releasing that trauma and opening up new space is one of the most important and critical skills that a woman can ever learn because otherwise you become that woman who is constantly doing shadow work. She is constantly over there trying to heal her pain, transmute things, or, or stuff her pain and rage into her battle strategy against all the things that are wrong with the world. And all you are ever going to get from a place of resistance is more resistance. 
My body was literally resisting me for the entire year that I refused to acknowledge what had really happened, how I felt about it, and all of that. It was literally resisting me. It was resisting what I was putting into it to nourish it. My body was a wreck that year. And it was all due to my in, in determination to hang on to that pain. So that's a question I have for you today is, what area of your life have you not seen what you truly desire in? Where do you not feel like you are walking in your total and complete divine radiance? Where you are shining because of how loved up, cherished, and, and spoiled you feel in that part of your life? Is it your money? Is it, do, do you always struggle with the bouncing bank account? Do you have uh, really low quality clients or sporadic clients, you know, have trouble getting them, for example, in your business? Or maybe you're constantly having to take jobs that you don't really want to make ends meet. Is it in your love life? Are you, do you have a lackluster relationship or a, um, <laughs> do you have any difficulty getting any man's attention or are they always toxic men? Or are you in an amazing connection where you're truly honored and treated like a queen? Is it in your creativity? Are you able to birth your creations into the world? Are you able to do so in a way with full clarity and confidence? Are, you know, are you seeing the projects and the, and, and the, the art and the, you know, whatever it is that you want to create, are you, are you seeing that come forth regularly? Or are you constantly in a state of unfulfillment? I never have enough time to work on these things or my, pro I, my, my projects always peter out halfway or there's always a disaster and I'm never able to finish them. These areas, you know, look at them, they will tell you where you are holding on to pain. And then the question becomes, do you have a method for releasing that pain? Do you have a way to release that pain, to surrender it out of your body? And, and to shift your consciousness to a new timeline, a new dimension, a new reality, so that you can have a new experience? Or are you in that space, like the woman I spoke with who told me, you know, well, you clearly have just given up the fight. You know, and, 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 and is your subconscious telling you, don't give up that pain, hold on to that. Clench that into your body, because if you don't have that pain, who would you be? And how will you fight the fight? And how will you triumph and, and be a woman of power and influence and substance if you don't have that pain to fuel you? If you're there... It's important to acknowledge it and to ask yourself, am I willing to, to not be in pain? And the answer might be no. A lot of women are not willing to be free. It is safer, less scary, because the pain is what we know. And it is safer and less scary to just be in pain and be in unfulfillment than it is to actually quantum leap into a reality beyond that so you have to ask yourself am I really willing to be free and if I'm not why not what do I believe that's causing me to hang on to this pain I must be getting something from it right what's the benefit I'm getting from this pain and, and is this the benefit I want in my life long term and what would it take for me to be able to shift my consciousness enough to say I'm ready to live beyond this pain I'm ready to open up space for things that I desire, experiences, service, and, and legacy in the world to take up the space that is currently being held by this pain. These are some important questions to ask yourself. 
um, especially as we go here. I'm recording this podcast literally on January the 1st of 2022, and it's a brand new year. And then the question becomes, what am I willing to surrender? Am I willing to surrender this at the beginning of this year so that I can expand into a new timeline in reality later? I hope these questions are helpful for you. I hope you'll think through them. If you're wanting to speak with me more about this topic and about the process of surrendering pain out of the body and allowing really more of heaven into your earthly experience, because that's what happens. You know, when you open up that space in your body, you are literally allowing the temple of your body to, you know, to, to receive more of heaven, more of the divine into your life. Um, if you're wanting to know more about this process, like how do I somatically in my body, in my consciousness, how do I surrender and release pain and open up space and create a sense of safety to receive more in my life? I am running a brand new program in 2022 called Holy Woman. Holy as in W-H-O-L-L-Y, whole. And then holy, H-O-L-Y, as in sacred and, and sanctified and set apart. Um, so many of the women that I work with are devotional women or they identify as priestesses, women who have a desire to be set apart and, and, and to live a sacred life. But so many of us are dealing with a sense of, you know, I, I don't feel whole. I feel fractured. I am holding on to all kinds of pain. I've not been able to experience <clears throat> the divine reality that I know I'm meant for there, you know, there's not an integration of masculine and feminine within me. Um, I am struggling, you know, a lot with things like toxic relationships with men or bouncing bank accounts or an inability to really get things done, like my projects, even my dream projects or creating things in my business. I struggle with consistency. I struggle with clarity and discipline. <clears throat> All of these things. When you become a holy woman, uh, a lot of this... A lot of this falls away and much of it has to do the foundation of that process of really stepping into this next level of wholeness is mastering the process of surrendering pain so that you can open up space. So if you're interested in that program, it is an eight week program. It's currently a private one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching program, just eight weeks. I, I, I do not believe in long coaching engagements. We get in there, we do the work, I give you the tools, you see initial freedom, and then you have support from me to go on and do it yourself. Um, I, I may offer it as a, a group experience at some point, but for now it's one-on-one. -on -one. If you're interested in that, you can go to my website, templeofdivineradiance.com, and there's a little tab at the top in my navigation bar called Work With Me. You will find the details there. Also, if you would like to reach out to me, it is templeofdivineradiance at gmail.com. You can reach out to me with questions or comments on this episode or anything else. Or if you want to request certain topics in the future, I would be happy to receive those suggestions as well. And of course, if you have not received your, your complimentary copy of the Divine Radiance webinar, which is a 90-minute presentation where I go into much more depth on the Lunar Matrix um, and, uh, um, on, uh, the divine and surrendering pain and a lot of other things, the temple of your body and, and what that really means. 
Uh, you can also download that. When you go to my website, you'll see a pink bar at the very, very top above the navigation bar. You can't miss it. It's right at the top of the screen, whether you, whether you come on a, a laptop or a mobile device, doesn't matter. Uh, just click the link there, and it will take you directly to the download for that audio masterclass. So I thank you all so much for joining me today. You, wherever you're at today in this world, I want you to understand wherever you're at in your life, the most painful thing that you can think of that you feel like is a pain you may never get over, that you feel like has hampered your efforts to receive love and money, to express yourself creatively, to, uh, to leave a legacy in this world, to really come into your sense of mission, whatever you feel like you've been unable to do because of a deep traumatic pain, I am here to say I know from my own experience it is possible to release that pain, it is possible to surrender it, to open up space and to operate from a new consciousness and receive what you truly desire. It, the pain does not have to be your master and it does not have to be a limit of what is possible for you. But it will not change until you decide that you are ready to be free of it. To learn the lesson, to deeply face it, number one, learn the lessons it's here to teach and then not to go into it again and again and again and again and again with endless shadow work, but to learn the process of surrender so that you can basically uh, live less in your pain body and more in your purpose and truly experience the kingdom of heaven in the temple of your body. I love you all so much. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you back here again for another edition of the Divine Radiance Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of the Divine Radiance Podcast. If you'd like to check out the show notes for today's episode, read more, listen to the podcast again, share it, or get in touch with me personally, you can visit templeofdivineradiance.com. That's my online home. You can also find me on Instagram at Temple of Divine Radiance or search Temple of Divine Radiance on YouTube as well. Blessings and I'll see you for the next episode.